belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. Oh, yes. It belongs to you. All of the glory belongs. All of the glory belongs to you. to you, God. It belongs to you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It belongs yeah. to you. Yes, Lord. Yes, it belongs Lord. to you, Lord. Glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Yes. yes. Let's turn our attention now to the book of Ephesians. Yes, it belongs to you, Lord. It belongs to you, O oh God. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6, a very familiar passage of Scripture this morning, beginning at verse 10. It reads, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Uh, this is the topic that the Lord gave me. Don't forget, this is a fight and the fight is real. Tell your neighbor, don't forget, this is a fight, and the fight is real. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you, Lord, that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. I thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. So, Lord, thank you for sending your word to us today. Thank you for what your word is going to accomplish in our lives. I pray now for a fresh anointing of your spirit that I may minister under your anointing. Through your anointing, we know that yokes will be destroyed. 
burdens removed. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. We thank you, Father. Amen. Don't forget, this is a fight, and the fight is real. Amen. Yes. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. But we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So take up, all right, the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, stand. The Lord spoke to me sometime one day this week and told me to remind the saints that we are engaged in spiritual warfare every day of our lives. In other words, this is a fight. This is a fight. How many of you ever been in a fight? I mean, a real physical fight. Yeah. Well, tell the truth, the same the devil, you know. We all been saved and sanctified all of our lives. Amen. We grew up as children. We fought. Those of you all who didn't even raise your hand, you fought with your brothers and sisters. You fought somebody along the way, you know. Yeah, yeah. But this is a fight. It's a daily fight. It is a constant fight that we are in, and we must never forget it. Amen. We must never forget it. I think the emphasis that the Lord was sharing with me about is not so much that we're in a fight, but that we must never forget that we're in a fight. It's a fight for righteousness. It's a fight for holiness. It's a fight for godliness. It's a fight for truth. It's a fight for the cause of Christ. It's a fight to advance the kingdom of God. It's a fight for peace. It's a fight for joy. It's a fight to stand. It's a fight to endure. It's a fight to hold out. Yes, yes, yes. We're in a fight. We're in a fight. We're in a fight. Yeah, the Bible says we're to fight the good fight of faith, amen, but it's still a fight. Daily, constantly, ongoing, we are in a fight. And we must never forget that we're in a fight. We must be, we must be careful. And I don't know if I wrote this right, but I wrote what I, I felt the Lord sharing with me. We must be careful that we don't get so mesmerized and enamored by praise and by worship or by our family relationships or by the good times we have in God or by the peace or the prosperity that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ, as critical as all of that is, we must not be so mesmerized and enamored by that that we forget that we're in a fight. Yes, God is good. 
Yes, glory to God. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding keeps our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we, we must remember that we are still in a fight. Amen. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. God is faithful. Glory to God. His love has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Amen. We love the brethren. Glory to God. And yes, we should expect the brethren to love us. Glory to God. But we must remember that we are in a fight. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, we're in a fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, God desires for us to prosper and be in health even as our souls prosper. Glory to God. Amen. Every promise of God is yes in him and amen. Glory to God. Yes, he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And yes, he has delivered us from the powers of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the son of his love. And yes, we're seated with him in heavenly places. Glory to God. But we are still in a fight. We're engaged in a daily, ongoing, and constant fight. Amen. In this daily, ongoing, constant fight, as old people would say, young people don't use these terms, you must always be on your P's and Q's. You've got to learn to dot every I and cross every T. Amen. In this daily, ongoing fight, you've got to be up on your game. Amen? You've got to be alert. Amen? Amen. You've got to be sharp. You, you've got to be keen, glory to God. You've got to be aware that the enemy is always looking for a way to defeat you. The enemy is always looking for a way to pull you down. The enemy is always looking for a way to throw you off track. The enemy is always looking for a way to confuse your mind. The enemy is looking for your weak points. Glory to God. Amen, amen. The, look, the enemy is looking for a way to catch you off guard. He's looking for a way. Amen. Hallelujah. Looking for times when you've been lulled into a daze. Because it seems like he's finally left you alone and gone off to bother someone else. But you must remember that you are in a fight. You are in a daily, ongoing, constant fight. Somebody shout, I'm in a fight. In this letter that Paul writes to the church at Ephesus, he covers a lot of issues in his teachings in order to encourage believers, amen, who are living in an ungodly society, amen. And as he ends the letter, he reminds them that they are engaged in a daily fight. As a matter of, as a matter of fact, amen, he is, what he is teaching, what he is writing, what he is teaching, what they are learning, they are learning because they are in a fight. Are you hearing? Amen. What Paul is writing, the things Paul is teaching, the things Paul is preaching, he's doing what they are learning, he's doing it and they are learning it because they are in a fight. Amen. Paul wrote to the saints who had been, Peter wrote to the saints 
who had been exiled, amen, in various parts of Asia because of persecution that had come upon the church in the fourth chapter of 1 Peter. And, 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 and um, um, uh, I think around the seventh, somewhere in there, amen, you can go read the whole chapter, you'll find the verse. He said, Beloved, do not think it strange, amen, concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. As though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you are partakers of Christ's suffering. Amen. That when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. Now, when you read that verse, every time you read that verse, you read it in the present tense. Is, the verb is, is a present tense verb. Amen. All right. Every time you read it, is, is always is. It never was. So Paul, Peter does not say, don't think it strange, the fiery trial which was to try you. He said, don't think it strange, the fiery trial which is to try you. So even though he wrote that in the first century A.D., in the 21st century A.D., every time we read it, it's saying to us, do not think it strange. The fiery trial, which is to try you. I mean, you ought to turn that and read it. Matter of fact, turn that right now and read it. And, and hear Peter talking to you. Not just the Jews who were in exile. Which verse is it? Verse 12. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read it for yourself. I'll give you just a minute or two because you need to hear the Lord speaking to you right now. Some of you are going through some things, amen, and you think that you shouldn't be going through what you're going through. But you need to read this. Amen. Amen. Amen, walls. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. I think I need to get on the keyboard and... And say amen from the keyboard. Amen. Amen. Somebody read it. Just read it. All of you, read it. Chapter 4, verse 12. You're reading it for you. You ain't reading it for the rest of the congregation. So read it for you. Read it out loud for you. Mm. It's is in that verse, which is to try you. Now, if you're not going through something right now, guess what? Amen. Amen. Don't be lulled into a state of ease because things are going well for you right now. Because you're going to be tried. Tribulation is going to come. Attacks are going to come. Afflictions are going to come. Don't think it's strange. Don't think it's strange. Don't think it's strange. Don't think it's strange. Because we're in a fight. Every day. Constantly. We're in a fight. 
You're fighting with your mind. You're fighting with your thoughts. Things are going through your mind that are not right. Amen. You're having feelings. You're having attitudes. Amen. That are not right. Words are coming out of your mouth that are not right. You're having desires that are not right. Come on and tell the truth. You are in a fight. You're in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget. Tell your neighbor, don't forget, don't forget that you're in a fight. Because you see, if you forget that you're in a fight, the devil will catch you off guard. Yeah. The next time he comes and you think everything is all right, he'll catch you off guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you forget, you'll be thrown for a loop. Ooh, Lord have mercy. How many of you ever said, I wasn't expecting that one? Yeah, in some situations, you said, I wasn't expecting that one. No, 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 no. Because, because you forgot that you were in a fight. The devil doesn't fight fair. He doesn't fight fair. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you forget, you'll be taken by surprise when the fight starts up again, and you won't be ready. Amen. Mm. Therefore, the Apostle Paul wrote this letter to the church, uh, to the body of Christ, to believers uh, in first century Christianity. And, but he wrote it to them, but he also writes it to us today. And he reminds us that we are in a constant fight. Uh, though there are laws, the fight never ceases. Amen. Though there are times when it seems like things are going well and our enemy has forgotten about us, the fight never ceases and the enemy never forgets about us or about the fight. Now, I know we're hidden with God in Christ Jesus, but the devil doesn't forget about us. He doesn't forget about us. Yeah, we're in a fight. He prowls around, the Bible says, like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Never forgets. He never forgets. He never forgets. He doesn't forget your testimony. He doesn't forget how, how you praise the Lord and talked about how God was blessing you. Amen. He's looking for an opportunity to come back your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget you are in a fight. Amen. You're in a fight. You're in a fight. In these last verses of Ephesians uh, chapter, in, in chapter 6, as Paul is about to close his letter, he gives instructions about this ongoing fight, amen, and what we need to do in order to always come out victorious, amen. He says, finally, my brethren, finally, my brothers and sisters, amen. Amen. Be strong in the Lord. He said, these, these are the instructions that I am, I am closing this letter with. After everything else I've taught you, out of all of the things I've taught about your place in Christ Jesus and, and being blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly realm in Christ Jesus and, and being seated with Christ in the heavenly realm and, 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 and as a result, Satan is under your feet. Don't forget you are in a fight. So finally... Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts with an S on the end of it, amen, of wickedness in the heavenly realm. So take up the whole armor of God so that you will be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you look at these instructions... These instructions speak, amen, to what we are to be. Look at the verses. And how we are to be. Not just on Sunday, but how we are to be every day. Not just when things are going well, but how you are to be. Somebody say be. Say how I am to be. This is how I am to live. This is how my character should be. This is how my thoughts should be. Amen? It speaks about being, being, being. Amen. As a matter of fact, your being is partially where your victory lies. Y'all got to get this. You got to hear this. And don't sit in here and tell me you know this already. Because if you knew this already, you'd have more victory in your life. Now, the Lord's going to say some stuff in here that's going to challenge us. I, I pray that he will because it challenged me, all right? So don't think you've read this and, oh, I understand. I understand everything that Paul is saying because I don't think that, that some of us understand everything that Paul is saying. All of the implications of being, being in the midst of spiritual warfare, in the midst of this cat and dog fight. Got to be. So he says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So what Paul is actually saying is, be made strong. Be made strong by God's mighty power. And I, and I, and I, and I looked at that, and, 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 and what, what we realize is, what I realize is the only way that I'm going to be strong is that I am made strong. And this is a constant making. God is constantly strengthening us, making us strong every day. You got to be made strong. Not, and I'm not talking about physical strength right now. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're, they're not worldly weapons. Amen? So you never fight fire with fire. I'm going to pay you back. I'm going to get you back. You kill my cat, I'll kill your dog. You, you talk about me, I'll scandalize your name throughout the neighborhood. No, 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 no. We are talking about spiritual strength. We are to be made strong by God's mighty power, by the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Spirit, God wants to make you strong. You are never made strong because you've gone to college and you got a degree. You are never made strong because you hang around with the right people. You are never made strong because you got money in the bank. You are made spiritually strong by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, Lord, have mercy. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. I'm, I, you know, Jesus was dead. 
He was not sleeping. He was literally dead. They crucified him on Calvary. They drove nails in his hands, nails in his feet. They pierced him in his side, amen. They went to him to make sure, when they pierced him in his side, to make sure that he was dead. He was dead. Physically dead. But on the third day, God raised him from the dead. He didn't awaken him from sleep. He, 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 he raised him from the dead. Physical life in a physical body. And the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the power that strengthens us. You can't be strong in yourself. You can't be strong in your intellect and expect to win this fight. You may be able to go word for word and tit for tat with people. You may be able to out-talk people, but you can't out-fight out the devil in your strength. Are you hearing me? You can't out-fight the devil in your own strength. You got to be made strong in the power of the Most High God. Be strong in the mighty power of God. Then he says, glory to God, then he says, uh, not only be strong in the Lord, but he says, put on the whole armor of God. And I, I'm going to mix this up just a little bit. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle. For we do not wrestle. For we do not fight with flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. Are you listening? Against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Oh, so, 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 glory to God. If I'm going to fight, I've got to realize who my enemy is. You've got to be knowledgeable of who your enemy is. Oh, my goodness. you got to know who your enemy is. We are not wrestling. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. We are not fighting against human beings. Are you listening? We are fighting, the Bible says, against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against a spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly realms. You can't even see this enemy. You can't see this enemy. You wonder why people do what they do. Because they are influenced by an enemy that they can't see. Sometimes you ask yourself, why did I do that? You know it was wrong to do. It wasn't your intention to do it. But when you let your guard down, you are influenced by an enemy that you can't see. 
All the body of Christ got to learn this. We got to learn this. We got to learn this so we'll stop fighting each other. We got to stop fighting each other and fight the devil. And the only way you're going to fight him is that you're strong in the Lord. That you are made strong by his mighty power. So every day, that's why Paul said, be being filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. He meant every day. Glory to God. Get your strength. If you need it every morning, get a, get a fresh and filling. If you need it every hour, get a fresh and filling. Glory to God. Amen. You, you went through this thing, and now, and now, 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 now your strength is, is being depleted. Get, get some new strength. Glory to God. You went through this thing. Glory to God. And now, now your energy is being depleted. Get some new energy. Amen. Amen. Be being filled because you're fighting an enemy that you can't see with your natural eye. You can't see him. You can't fight him in the flesh. How can you fight something you can't see? How can you fight an enemy you can't see? You may see his manifestations. Yeah, and you may get mad at the people that the enemy is manifested through, but you got to realize that they are not the enemy. Because when you fight an individual... You are lining up with the devil. Oh, that the body of Christ would understand this. Oh, that the body of Christ would understand this. Amen. You got to be knowledgeable of who your enemy is. The second thing is, you got to be, the third thing is, you've got to be ready for battle at all times. Now, now listen to this. The Bible says, amen, put on the whole, the complete armor of God. Now, of course, Paul gives the imagery of a Roman soldier in their, in their, in their, in their, in their um, not just uniforms, but in their outfit, glory to God, amen, and, and, and how they're covered with, from the head to the feet. But when you look at these things, amen, this is the character of God. These things mimic the character of God. So what Paul is saying, he's saying, put on God. Put on God. So, so, so what does he say? He says, he says, stand therefore, having your waist girt about with truth. Jesus says, I am the way, the what? Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Uh, who is the righteous one? Jesus, God, is the righteous one. And our righteousness only comes because of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Uh, who is the good news? Jesus is the good news. And he came to bring peace on earth, goodwill to all men. Take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Where is our faith? Our faith is in God. Amen, amen. So when you look, Paul is saying, put on God. Every time you say it doesn't take all of that, you're failing to put God on. Yeah, every time you step out of character, you've stepped out of God. Amen? You got to put God on, and you got to keep God on every day of your life. Amen? Amen? Everything you learn about God, you've got to put it on. You cannot afford, we cannot afford not to be clothed in God. Are you listening, saints of God? Are you listening? Amen? You've got to be ready for battle at all times. 
Amen. You're being ready for battle is not, it's not fleshly, glory to God. It is not human wisdom, glory to God. Amen. It is not human intellect, glory to God. It is not human characteristics. It is the, it, they are the character God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put on God. I know that's a different way of saying it, but we need to hear that. Because a lot of us don't wear God. Mm, we wear God at church. Some of us don't wear him at church. Amen. We act like we can put him on and take him out when we get ready. Amen. We got to stop putting God on and taking him off when we get ready. Because when you take him off, you open yourself up to the snares of, or to the, the doubts of the wicked one. And Satan is wicked. Amen. Satan is wicked. Amen. That's why we're in a fight. That's why we're in a fight. He is not playing games. Amen. He is mean. He is wicked. He comes to destroy you. Amen. He comes to devour you. He comes to destroy your house. He comes to destroy your good name. He comes to destroy your finances. He comes to destroy everything about you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Then he says, be be able to stand against the strategies of your enemy. Ooh. Be able to stand. Be able to stand. Be able to stand. The only way I can stand is in God. That's where my ability is. Again, my ability is not in my flesh. My ability is not in a gun. My ability is not in a knife. My ability is not even in an atomic bomb. My ability is in God. So as I clothe myself in God, I am able to stand. That means the battle is raging, and I'm still fighting. I, my, my strength has been depleted, but I'm still fighting. Are you hearing me? Because now I, it is not me who is fighting, but it's God in me. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. Whew. How many of us have ever, you know, we talk about being in ministry and we talk about being burned out. But there comes a point in ministry where it's no longer us who's ministering, but it's God. Amen. Our bodies get tired. Amen. But it's God who stands up in us. Hallelujah. Amen. We get discouraged by what we see people doing, but it's God who stands up in us. Amen. Sometimes people ask me, I don't see how you can take it. I don't see how you can do it. It's not me because this is not about me. This is about God. Amen. Amen. People, yeah, people talk about me. That doesn't matter. I don't live for folks saying good things about me or people saying bad things about me. Say all the bad you want to say. Have all the conversations you want to have, but I stand in God. Hallelujah. And in the and it will be God, not you, who will say, well done. Oh, we got we to gotta, we gotta get there. We got to get there, my brothers and sisters, because we are in a fight. We cannot afford to be given up in this fight. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so be able to stand. Be able to stand against the strategies of the enemy. That's point number four. Point number five is the last one. Be able to withstand in the day of the fiercest battle. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know it's just various forms of stand. But I looked up the definition of withstand. 
And it says to remain undamaged or unaffected by. Lord, have mercy. Be able to withstand in the evil day. Listen to me good. Oh, saints of God. God is calling us to be able to withstand in the evil day. That you're going through the battle and you're not affected by what happens to you. Lord, have mercy. You say, Pastor, that's not even real. How can I not be affected by what happens to me? Lord, have mercy. As long as we think on the natural, we will live on the natural. As long as we think according to our carnal minds, we will live according to our carnal minds. I am not trying to condemn anybody. I'm trying to raise our level of faith and raise our level of expectation. Amen. To withstand. Hallelujah. To withstand means that we are to be able to go through what we go through undamaged. Uh, just last week or the week before last, I was reading a testimony of one of the early church fathers who was martyred. And they martyred him by putting him on a stick and roasting him like you roast. Well, we don't know about roasting hogs, but we see roasting chicken. You go to the grocery store and you see the chicken on that thing and it's turning around. And it's cooking the chicken as it's being roasted. And they said, they said that the man got to the place where he said to them as he was being roasted, he said, I'm done on this side. Now turn me on the other side. Oh, this man was unaffected by what he was going through. I said he was unaffected by what he was going through. I read in Revelations, amen, amen, I think it's either 4 and 12 or 12 and 4. The Bible says, and they overcame him, talking about the evil one, by the word of their testimony, by the blood of the Lamb, and the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives, even unto death. Part of the problem with us is that we love our lives. Yeah. We love our lives. We love our reputation. We ought to. We love our positions. We love what people say good about us. We don't like it when people say bad things about us. We don't like it when things happen to us that hurt us. We don't like it when we are offended. We don't like it. And I, and I understand. Amen. But you got to stop loving self and begin to love God. Amen. We don't like cancer. We don't like diabetes. We don't like the attacks on our bodies. Amen. But we got to stop loving self so much that we fail to love God. And we got to get to the point that we say, God, if this is what you will allow me to go through for your glory, so be it. I feel like I'm talking to a wall right now. But that's all right. I know this is, so, this, this is so different from the natural way of thinking, but this is what the Bible is teaching us. We are in a fight. Hallelujah. Sometimes I think about this thing, and I've told you this before. Sometimes I've watched these shows on television, amen, with the, with the, the seals and, and all of these people who've been trained to fight. And they're, they're being shot and they're being cut, but they have to keep on fighting because they've learned to bear that pain, glory to God. And the Bible, and God was saying to me, you've got to learn to bear your pain, glory to God. Amen. You're going to go through pain in this life, but if you're going to withstand in the evil day, 
You've got to learn to withstand the pain. You've got to learn to withstand when you're being cut for my sake. You've got to learn to bear when you're being shot at for my sake. You've got to learn to bear when people are talking about you for my sake and the gospel. Then now Jesus say, amen, you will be persecuted for all by all men for my name's sake. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we've got to be able to stand. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. And we've got to get to the point where we are undamaged by what people do to us. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. We've got to get to the place, glory to God, where we've got thick skin, glory to God, in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So that we are undamaged. Hallelujah. By what? Uh, the devil is doing to us. We've got to be undamaged, glory to God, by the things that come at us because every day we live, something is coming at us on the right hand and on the left hand. If it doesn't come from this corner, it's going to come from the other corner. But we've got to be undamaged. Oh, bless the name of Jesus by what comes at us. So in conclusion, saints of the Most High God, I want you to remember that we are in a fight. It's a daily fight. It's an ongoing fight. It's a constant fight. The fight never ceases. The fight never ends. Every day, as long as we live, we are in a fight. As long as we are on this earth, we're in a fight. Hallelujah. So don't forget that we're in a fight. Hallelujah. Don't let it slip your mind. We're in a fight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now fight. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Fight for the kingdom. Hallelujah. Fight for the cause of Christ. Fight for your life. Fight for your peace. Fight for your sanity. Glory to God. Fight for your health. Hallelujah. Fight for your prosperity. Fight. 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 Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Fight for your marriage. Hallelujah. Fight for the body of Christ. Fight for the fellowship of believers. Fight for unity in the body of Christ. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't give out. Fight. Fight. Hallelujah. Fight. Does anybody hear me? Fight. Hallelujah. Fight. Because you can. Fight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because the victory is in Jesus. Hallelujah. Fight. Christ has already disarmed principalities and powers. Hallelujah. And triumphed over them. Made an open spectacle of them. Victory. Victory belongs to us.
belongs to us. Fight. Hallelujah. You can win. I said you can win because God in Jesus has already won the battle, won the war. Fight. Fight. Fight because God is with you. Fight because Jehovah is with you. Fight because El Elyon is with you. Fight because El Shaddai He's with you. He's with you. He's with you. You gotta fight. Hallelujah. When you fight, when you fight, God stands up in you in all of his glory and in all of his strength. When you fight, hallelujah, he puts all of the resources of heaven at your disposal. When you fight, he releases his warring angels on your behalf. But you got to fight. You can't give in. You can't give up. You got to fight. Saints of God, don't forget, you're in a battle. You're in a battle. So fight. 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 The doctor tells you, you got five days to live. You don't go home and sit down and soak and cry. You start fighting. Woo. You don't know what the Lord may do. The Lord sent a message to Nehemiah. Said, you're going to die. Bible says, turn this plate down. Begin to fast and pray. God came back and answered him. So I'm giving you 15 more years to live. Don't give up. Fight. Somebody on the shelf, fight! Oh, my, 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 my! Fight! Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God! Fight! We give up too soon. 
we quit too fast. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the evil day. The Bible says in the evil day. There's going to come a day. That the fight is going to be worse. Than you ever experienced before. But the Bible says. You've got to withstand. In the evil day. In that difficult day. When you start experiencing something. That you've never experienced before. You've got to fight. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's an old song that says, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I don't know about you. I'm not just a Christian, but I am a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm going to fight until I die. I'm going to fight. I'm on the battlefield. I got my war clothes on. It's a war clothes of character. They're the war clothes of truth. They're the war clothes of love. They're the war clothes. I've got my war clothes on. I'm praying in the Holy Ghost because I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm going to fight. Are you going to fight? You've got to fight. Don't forget, don't forget, you're in a fight every day, every day. The wonderful thing about our God is that when he sees us getting weak, he's right there with us. Because we've gotten weak along the way. Things have discouraged us. and We felt like giving up. But we're in a fight. Holy Ghost won't let you give up. Holy Ghost won't let you give up. Keeps coming in. You don't know where the strength is coming from. You don't know where the motivation is. You ought to know, but you don't know. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Some of you looking and you saying, why am I still alive? Why am I still standing? It's because the Holy Ghost is keeping you. He's strengthening you. Because he wants you to fight. Woo, Lord, have mercy. I didn't see the movie, and I don't know how well it applies. But I was thinking when the Lord gave me this message about this movie about how Stella got a groove back. Some of y'all need your groove back. And you need to fight.
That's why God says, be strong in him. Because in your own strength, you'll give up. In your own strength, you'll stop praying. In your own strength, you'll get tired. The whole essence of what Paul teaches is that in everything that I've taught you, this battle is raging. God wants you to stand. God wants you to withstand in the, in the heat of the battle, in the hottest part of the battle. God wants you to withstand. He doesn't want this affecting you negatively. He wants you to come through it undamaged, unscathed. I listened to a preacher preach Thursday night. He talked about Peter. When Herod had killed John, he saw that the Jews were pleased with it. He went and got Peter. Intending the next day, or the day, the next day was the Passover. Intending when the Passover was over, to kill Peter. Bible says that night, the night before Peter was going to be killed, Peter was sleeping. He wasn't walking the floor. He wasn't crying. Said, "Oh, they're going to kill me tomorrow." Bible said Peter was sleeping, and an angel came and woke him up. I don't know about you, but I believe the Bible. I believe the word of God. Angel came and woke him up. Peter thought he was dreaming. He took him through the different doors out of the prison. The church was praying. Now, now the preacher made a good point. He said, when your pastor is in prison, he needs some praying for him. When your pastor's in trouble, he needs some praying people. See, you shouldn't have to go around and say, oh, I'm going through this. I'm going, oh, I'm having this problem. I got that problem. Just need some discerning people who know how to pray. So the church was praying. And they prayed without ceasing. And the angel brought Peter all the way out. Peter went to the place where they were praying and knocked on the door. And I believe the girl's name was Rhoda, went and opened the door. You no, know, looked out the window and saw us. Peter, she ran back and told the church, Peter's at the door. And they said, no, Peter's not at the door. Peter's in prison. They didn't believe God would answer that, but at least they were praying. <laughs> but can you imagine that in the midst of what, is, what you're going through, that you, go to, that you can go to bed and sleep at night. In the midst of the warfare, in the midst of the fight, that you can go to sleep at night. There are a whole lot of people that lose sleep because of stuff that happens in their lives. It may not be anybody in here, but you got to learn. Cast all your care on the Lord. You see, when you, when you understand that you're in a fight, and you know where your resources come from, the Lord will keep your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. But if you think that everything is supposed to go right, everybody's supposed to love me, everybody's supposed to, to, to treat me right and not talk about me, everything on my job is supposed to go right, and then things start going wrong, 
You get thrown off balance. You get thrown off key. You get thrown for a loop. And when you're thrown for a loop, you won't stand. You won't withstand. You won't be ready. You won't be ready. Things that happen in our lives are real. They hurt. If I stick you with a pin, my wife don't know this, because it's just something I saw this morning. You know, she's sewing, right? And so, sometimes she sewed downstairs, and sometimes she upstairs in the bedroom. So I was, after I got up and got dressed, I was fixing the bed, and there's a pen sticking on the floor, down on the floor. And this is what I said, because I picked up several of them. I said, now, when that pen, when she st- st- walk on that pen and it stick out then she's going to stop dropping pens on it. <laughs> She doesn't know they're dropping. They just fall. They just fall. Amen. They just fall. But I've been, I've been stuck by a pen. You get up to go to the bathroom at night, and all of a sudden, so I start looking for pens on the floor. But they hurt. Things happen in life that hurt us. Saints, the devil intends to hurt you. The devil intends to kill you. But you've got to remember that you are in a fight. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. I never read this passage like the Lord showed it to me. To encourage us that we're in a fight. A lot of things have happened in my life. I share, I would share some more of them, but I know I preached a long time already. But there are certain reasons reasons that I look for certain things because of stuff that happened. So I look for pins on the floor because I've stepped on a pin. Now, there are some other things I probably still got to learn to look for. But sometimes I trust people so much I don't look for certain things in people. I got to learn that, you know. But this is real. This is a fight. So I want to encourage us. I want to encourage us. If you came feeling down today, if you came feeling discouraged, if you came feeling overwhelmed, I want to encourage you right now. You are in a fight. It's, it's, it's real. And it's nothing to be taken by surprise about. Gird up the loins of your mind, the Bible says. Pull your thoughts together, all right, and get back in the, in the war. Get back in the fight. Because the longer you stay down, the more the devil is going to beat you up. Are you listening? Get back in the fight. Get back in it. I heard a man preaching a sermon one time. He said he was in a boxing ring. However he said it, that was a long time ago. He said, the one man knocked the other one down. He says, I'm down, but I'm not out. So you might be down right now, but you're not out. Get up. You may be going through right now. You're not finished. Get up. Get back to what God called you to. Don't let, what that song say? He can't take my joy. He can't take my peace. He can't take my family. can't take my home. You got to be determined. The devil is not going to win. No, 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 no. Not going to win. Get in the fight. Fight like you know how to fight. Let's stand to our feet.